So our Pickleball Madness Tournament is coming up on March the 18th. And everybody around here is partnering with their sort of counterparts. So like Jorge is playing with Bergman. Shadano's playing with Caps. Yeah. Lou is playing with Trap. Ireland is not playing in the he just tournament. Bailed on you. It's kind of like not his thing. Well, no, it's it, he's, he's also busy. He's really busy. Yeah. So I needed to find a partner, and I went through a bunch of different ideas and concepts, and we wound up here, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my pickleball partner, <laughs> my brother Brian Mashansky. Brian, oh! what's going on, man? Hey, what's happening? How you doing? Good, like man. This. Good. Meet Momo, Good. Ramona Shelburne. I like it. Hey, what's up, Brian? Hi there. How are you? So, uh, Brian, you are a pickleball player, right? Yes, I am. Would it be fair to call you a ringer? Ooh. Um, I I would not call me a ringer. I I like to you know just kind of slide in and do my thing and surprise people. Under promise and over deliver. Right, right. Like you did in your video that I saw the other day. Um, you know, that setup video where you pretended to fall, but it was obviously yeah. not real. Wait a minute. You felt like You're that was not... You're far too athletic to do that. I, I was far too athletic. No, that was real. A lot of people think that was staged. That was Bergman. That was real. It was it was actually very very real. But Brian, does it matter who your partner is if you're a good pickleball player, but he's not? Is that going to make a difference? Well, no, because I just need him to guard one line. I'll take you know three quarters of the court, and he can just take the uh, the other quarter and try to stay on my feet. So good, right? Stay on your feet. Yeah, and and I was totally kidding about him being staged. I. All I can remember is, you know, all of his awkward falls and and uh, unathletic moves. Wait, so this know, is a life. lifelong thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. listen, listen, the best way to describe TT is to say that he's as smart as he is unathletic, which basically means that he's a genius. Um, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I back yeah, up for a second? Yeah, did, I know. It's coming. Did you call him TT? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that oh, referred to? Oh, you guys to? don't call him TT? No. We are now. Why? Yeah, TT. Uh, <laughs> oh, I only call him TT. My kids call him TT. Yeah, so that's really a great name that I'm glad <laughs> is out there now. <laughs> like the Bad Bunny song. I, yeah, I didn't even realize I said it. Yeah, yeah. What, is that, what does that refer to? Well, my grandfather was Steve. My dad was Steve Jr. Okay. Stevie. And then I became... TT because I was the third of the Steves. So everybody in my family calls me TT. Okay. That's not that embarrassing. Mm. Oh, that's a thing now. That, that is 100% a thing. A thing Damn now. you, Brian. Damn you to hell. Yeah, I should have. Hey, Brian, what's your rating? Wasn't thinking. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> what's uh, I would be, you know, probably between four, five, and five. Oh, that's good. It so goes up to five. A rating goes wow. one to up five. Up to five, yeah. And you're a four yeah. plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, Brian, I don't know if you realize this, but right now you are on the radio station that is home to the king, LeBron James. Were you aware of that? I, I'm, I'm aware, yeah. Now, you are not a LeBron fan. Is that fair to say? That's fair, speak, yeah. Speak candidly. Why do you not like LeBron? Um, You know, so... 
when when I was much younger, I took my son uh, to LeBron's camp. Yes. And to be fair to LeBron, LeBron was a very young man. He was probably 20 at the time okay. and did not do a great job with the kids. Mm. And, you wow. know, there were a thousand there were a thousand kids that spent, uh, you know, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And and he did not do a great job at that camp spending time with the kids. Now, I also know that he was just a kid and i know that he's had many camps after that and and probably has been phenomenal with the kids. he's got a whole school of kids now the promise school where you know he takes care of kids oh, and sure. all that stuff yeah so for you're sure. still holding yeah. this grudge yeah that that grudge and you know the fact that you know he's in the conversation with michael jordan i just don't believe that that's you know fair to michael Oh, interesting. So for you, it's unfair to consider him the GOAT because Michael is the GOAT for you. 100% the GOAT. And how do you account for, you know, being, you know, one of the all-time assist leaders, being the all-time leading squad? Did that stuff just happen by accident? No, 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 no. He is absolutely one of the greatest players of all time. But when you watch... Him versus Michael. Michael was a killer. LeBron's not a killer. LeBron's friends with everybody, and everybody likes LeBron. People feared Michael. They were scared to get on the court with him. And and I do believe Michael is the only player in the history and probably will be the only player in the history of the NBA that will lead the league in scoring and win the defensive player of the year. Giannis, Nobody maybe. Else Giannis could do, do it. I challenge that. Giannis could Maybe. do it. Giannis could, Giannis could win a scoring title. I think he has. He, yeah, has he, he won a scoring title? I believe that. Yeah, and he's been Defensive Player of the Year. But, like, Giannis is up. He's the one guy. He's the one guy. Did he's it the one guy. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bro- yeah, but I'm not saying LeBron's not a great player because he absolutely is. By the way, I, I wanted to, I wanted to let you know, Brian, that you were my second choice as my pickleball partner. Our brother Good. Travis was not available. Oh, man, you guys would have killed it. <laughs> was Travis better? No, Travis, Brian is Brian is a killer like Michael Jordan. Sounds like it. <laughs> Travis is not a killer. Hot takes. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, wow. Trav, Travis would not, be a, would not be a killer. So was your dad be a good athlete? Shutouts. Oh, she just asked a good question. Was dad a good athlete? He was. He was a very good athlete. So, in other words, the genes did fall far from the TT. Well, so so in my I'm just going to find new ways to work that in. Yeah, so in my family, um, <laughs> TT is a hundred times smarter than me. Okay. And I'm a hundred times more athletic than he. Okay. So, so the genes the just split. We're, equal in ways yeah we are equal in ways in fact we'll yeah. complement each other as pickleball partners so you'll be the strategist and he'll be the correct athlete i'll draw it up and Excellent. brian will actually do how it. are you as a motivational person well look at me i yeah. mean seriously oh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible and <laughs> and the trash talk will be at a maximum yes brian are That's you flying out for one this? one of the most important parts brian is flying out you're for this. flying out for this Oh my God! Yes, absolutely. This is like straight up dodgeball yeah. right now. We are this is, we are great. <laughs> gonna kill it thanks to Brian and our official team name. Write this down, Bergman. 
the Mashonskis. Yeah. We're going with the actual legal last name. I love it. This is oh good. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, we might have a better name, though. What? Oh. What, if, what if we... Let's scrap the Mashanskis. Okay. And why don't we become the fighting TTs? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Tommy, if you're listening, the fighting TTs, scrap the Mashanskis. Oh, the fighting TTs. What a terrible name oh. that will stick. Uh, very funny, Brian. Yeah, you've done it. You've done a good job today. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to go out and uh, and play. Are we playing tonight? I think we may play tonight. We're going to play Wednesday for sure. But I, I'm going to tune up my game a lot and be ready to cover one quarter of the court on uh, March the right. 16th. That's my job. And, and you know, it's it's possible you can actually play every day. You don't just have to play on Wednesdays. Okay. <laughs> you can play to every day up until the 18th. Well, I'm, not, okay I'm not also. retired with a lot of free time like some people. I got you. Yeah. I got you. All right. Hey, Brian, well, I thank you. I'll be brushing up and be, I'll be ready. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm excited for it. Thank you very much, Brian. All right. You guys take care. All right, there's uh, Brian Mashansky, who will be my partner on the Fighting TTs. Are you going to go with that? <laughs> should, yeah. I kind of like, like, like yeah. the Mashanskis. I think it's got more of a, a hook. It's no, out there. I, I like the TTs because we got our team name is, uh, you know, is Good Afternoon, and Travis and Sliwa's is going to be Thick Van Exel. Thick Van Exel. <laughs> it's got to have, it's gotta have something extra to it. Yeah. All right, so the Fighting TTs it is. Yeah. Oh, good God. Terrible. Can we change the name of the show to the to TT in Ireland? No, we will not change the name to TT on Ireland. But it's Steve TT. This would have been one of those moments where he would if if the name didn't carry on as long as it did, it would have been one of those moments. Can, can you take that out of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been one of those you moments. Take the TT out of the podcast. But it carried on for a while. Yes, it did. That yes, it great. did. All right, so there you have it. I'm I'm really excited for this uh, pickleball tournament. And I'm encouraged by the, you know, I know they took, I played for an hour and 45 minutes, and they took thirty se- a bad 30 seconds and put it out there. I was actually not terrible. No, you were pretty good, actually. You, you did I was waiting for somebody shots. to jump in with yeah. that. I wasn't there. I, it was no. You were actually you were very credible. You were having these little drop shots that would go out in my feet, yes. which was very okay. difficult to get to. Exactly. He played. He played well. You still should stay in that yeah. quarter. Though. One quarter of the quarter. Yeah, Just work on your serve. That's yes. My serve yeah. sucks. Oh yeah. It was yeah. so bad. I could not. I could not <laughs> land it straight in that. every time. He never straight. went across the court. Yeah, never went right. Are we playing tonight? I don't think I can play tonight. Uh, I can play Wednesday for yeah. sure. Okay. Uh, coming up next for you. Let's do this. Um, Twenty-three games. 23 games. The most important 23 games of LeBron James' career, according to LeBron James. We'll get into it coming up next. Mason in Ireland. TT in Ireland. (laughs) Momo in for John. 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. TT. <laughs> Shout out from Bad Bunny there. TT. So, yesterday, we'll, I'm going to get to the most important 23 games coming up. Oh, yeah. But first, yesterday we went to uh, lunch at a place down in Orange County called North Italia. Do you ever eat there? I don't get into Orange County all that often. Okay. Well, it's a chain. It's owned by okay. uh, Cheesecake Factory, so it's okay. it's kind of all over the place. So they had calories listed next to every oh. dish. And all of the sudden, we were all following those calories and not ordering extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we deliberately did not get a salad because the salad was 750 calories. No. And we didn't get the bread because yep. the bread was 800 yeah. calories. And I ended up getting just the spaghetti and meatballs, which was 1,050 calories. Jeez, that's a lot. So here's the thing. Do you eat differently when the calories are there? Mm, I think I do. I thought about it, too. Like, the other day I was ordering on the Starbucks app. because Starbucks I, lists the calories. They list the calories. And I usually get the ham and cheese croissant. Because yep. I, I take Daniel to his dance class. There's a Starbucks right there. It's kind of like my Saturday morning thing. Yes. Um, and I realized that I was like, you know, I'm getting kind of sick of these ham and cheese croissants. I've been having them a lot. Cause I was, right. And I looked at the breakfast sandwich, and it was like 150 calories more. Right. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll stick with the croissant. So here's the question. Isn't that weird? Bergman, does it affect you? Do you see the calorie counts on things and say, no, I'm not going to? Like Momo saying at Starbucks, if I go in there for food and I, I look at the calorie count. yeah, That piece of lemon know. loaf is 600 calories. Like, I know. Really? It's so good, though. Yeah, it's it is so, so good, It's though. so delicious. Yeah. But it is 600 calories. And I'm like, I'm not going to go in on 600 calories. I never did until I started counting calories to lose weight. And now, ever since then, I always look at the calories mm-hmm. if, they, if Here, it's there. Here's what I wonder. Why do some restaurants list calories and others do not? Like, Good point. Like it, it deters you from eating. Like I, I would, we would have had a much bigger order at yep. this restaurant had we not seen the cow. There would have been a starter. There would have been a salad. We would have gone. We would have gotten bread. But because the calories are there, we ended up buying less food. It's like the same theory between sp- buying things in cash rather than your credit card. Like when you spend in cash, you actually feel how much money it is. When you do your credit card, you're like, oh, just spend the credit card, right? And like find out a month later how much it was. If somebody knows that, why do some restaurants list calories and some restaurants don't? Do you know Bergman? No, I mean it's uh, Jorge was just saying it. Yeah, it's it's a law. Some restaurants you have to ask for that information. Right? Okay. Not everybody has to display it. It's supposed to say. I think yeah. there's also if you have healthy options, it could encourage you to be like, oh look, this one's only 400 calories. This is a good option because I know Nevin does. He does Weight Watchers a lot whenever he wants to lose like five or ten pounds. Okay. And he'll just count the points. And there's like certain chain restaurants that have items that he always goes to because, oh, like the like the the grilled chicken sandwich at Carl's Jr. is like a really good Weight Watchers option. Right. So it's got lower calories yeah. than if you so get a So people go there double. for that. Or if you get the salad with whatever. Do you know that, by the way, this is a new thing too. Apparently, 
when you go, they found that a lot of grill, a lot of fast food places have taken grilled chicken options off their menu because because the people going there did like people just weren't ordering enough of it. McDonald's did that. Yeah, they took all the grilled chickens off, and I'm like, no, I want to eat a little bit. That's healthy. what I want. No, if I'm going for fast food, I don't care if it's grilled, man. So, Give like, me for, a- like for me, like I'm going there usually because Daniel wants uh, some kind of cheeseburger, and I'm like, oh god, can I find anything I can eat here that's not terrible for me? And like usually the grilled chicken is like not bad. And they've taken them all off. But There's what's no the health. point of going to a fast food restaurant if you're going to try to eat healthy? Why would you well, not, I'm not just get the good stuff? I'm not going there for me. I'm going there for my kids. Like that's oh, the whole, well, for your that's kids. That's what I mean. Right. And also, a lot of times, like I just need something I can drive through and go. I'll tell you what's idiotic is those ones where you take lettuce and you. I think Carl's oh, Jr. Wrap. has this. Where lettuce wrap? It's all over yeah, the place. Yeah, where you have lettuce instead of bread and you're and eating it's a great protein oh. burger. Yeah. No way. Oh, it's fine. No way. I have a friend who diets like that. Yeah, eats just the the and, lettuce and, and burger. Out. He literally goes to In and Out and gets like two double double and like the double double with the lettuce wrap, and that's his diet. And he loses weight that way. That's horrible. it works. That's it works. absolutely. There's nothing. You're just Straight you're not getting the carbs. Yeah, yeah. Carlos yeah. super fit. Look at him. He that's what, when we go to In and Out. That's what he orders. And look at him. He's fit. Who? Carlo. Carlo. Saisu. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'm getting there. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> Why does that get laughs? <laughs> I'm like down eight in the last three I'm and a half weeks. You. I'm proud of you. Losing, that's great. It's great that you're losing weight, but that doesn't make you fit. Sure it does. No. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> I, I was all over I'm usually, I usually totally have your back, but I would say that losing weight is a really good thing. Right. But like Carlos Saisu looks like he can go run like an Ironman. Like he's he's like that kind of fit. Oh yeah, that guy is fit for sure. Fine. I mean, all right, let's get to the I mean, he could probably just come in here and do some one-handed push Sure he could. Stuff, sure right? he could. All right, so uh, LeBron James yesterday said that these next 23 games, mm-hmm. the Lakers have 23 games remaining, are the most twi- uh, most important 23 games of his career. Momo, when you heard that, what did you think? Um, it, people say things like this, and it, it, they are not the most 23. They're, they're, they're not, okay? They're I believe just, there's some hyperbole yes. involved there, yeah. However... This is the sense of urgency he's trying to create on the team now because the word I kept hearing around the Lakers last year was not last year before the All Star break was short season. We got a short season. Yeah, it's real. Like the All Star break, people think, oh, it's like halfway through the. You know, it's a, it's three quarters through the year. Right. There's a, right. We're it's yeah. almost over. Yeah. And the Lakers have made these changes. Yeah. And by the way, they've gone from a team that I thought no way. To a team oh, that feels pretty legit. What was that? Carlo just came in here, did a one-handed, one-handed push-up, push-up, and ran away. No, he didn't. He did. He just did a Come one-handed on, push-up. I can do a one-handed push-up. I can do one. You cannot do a one-handed I can one-handed absolutely push-up. do a one-handed Carlo, push-up. Absolutely not. Carlo, get in. You he's, can he's actually do a one-handed back. push-up. He just did a one-handed push-up. I can totally in, do one. Did it. Anybody can do one. <laughs> no, well, no, without falling on your face. Anybody can do one. Like a real one. Carlo, come on in. Look. So Carlo thinks he, Carlo did a one-handed push-up. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, so Carlo, show me. All right, here, oh, here we go. Oh, right behind, hand behind his. But look at that. Look at two. Oh, nice Those are really hard. Bragging. Nice, he's bragging. Three. Three. Four. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. There right. you go, people. He's just repping him out. Protein yeah. burger. Oh, he's doing push-up claps. He's doing the clap. What did oh. I tell you? Who are you, Rocky oh, my Balboa? God. <laughs> Told you Seriously. he's like an Iron Man guy. Like he, I mean, when did he get in shape? He's also like he's been in shape for a long time. Has he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Protein burgers. That's that's what we gotta oh. do. Okay. So can I do one? One. No, you got to do two because obviously no, no, anybody one. can listen, do one. He listen, said anybody can do one. Listen, this is age prorated. Yeah. Okay? No. Seriously. 
Prorated can can for you his do age. two? I've got 20 years on Carla. All right, That's fine. I'm going to have to narrate two? this. All right, okay, this is live on air. Steve, please live don't hurt yourself. It's on, it, we have a whole hour and a half left to go. Okay. Okay. All right, I have to stand up to see this. All right. he's There's not a lot of room in the studio. All right, come on, Mace. Use your core. Oh, he's doing the roll. <laughs> Here he goes. Come on, use your core. Oh, don't pop your shoulder. Okay, I've seen enough. It's not there. Nope. It's not there today. It's not there today. I should have put money on that, man. Do, oh do, do you still God. think fit and losing weight is the same? If I weighed less, it would be easier to really do a one-handed push I'm just really glad that you didn't pop your shoulder out. Oh, God. I mean, you did learn the roll, though. That's you really got hard. The roll. I did roll. No, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Now we, know, now we know how you did your pickleball. Do I own the record for doing stupid, stupid yes. stuff? Here, yes. Yes. You know what? I'm going to give you $1,000 mythical money just for attempting. The only way you can actually do that is by training for that. I think I pulled something. I know. <laughs> that's a really hard move. I did not warm up. No, you just went and right so for it live on I the air. I think I've got an oblique thing going on. You did roll, and you rolled right into Aaron Donald like you were doing a cut block or okay, something. Okay, let let's go back to what we were talking about. <laughs> All right. your breath. Until Carlo rudely interrupted us. Off. <laughs> I was just doing push-ups with claps and stuff. Okay. So, Momo, <laughs> what do they need to do in these final 23 games? Here's Okay, I'll tell you what I got, right. and you tell me if it All sounds right. right. 14-9, and nine, they're on the bubble. Okay, sounds right. 15-8, and eight, they're in the plan. I think they're in the plan, yeah. 16-7, and seven, they get the sixth seed. Oh, one game, you think it's that big of a swing? Sixteen and seven. What does that get them to? Record wise, gets them to four games over five hundred. Okay, I'll go with that. Doesn't that sound like the six? Yeah. Right now, the six seed is two games over five hundred. Yeah, sounds right. So you have to think about who they need to jump. And as you rightly pointed out last week, think about that. There's only two teams behind them. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay, they need to jump most teams. Most teams. Um, they so I think that of the teams in front of them, mm-hmm. they they probably can jump Oklahoma City and Utah. Yes. Portland, they should be able to jump. Mm-hmm. Those are the three they have to jump to get to the 10. Correct. Then to get to the six or seven. They got to jump New the Orleans. Warriors, New Orleans, uh, Minnesota, perhaps. Now, if you're the real deal, you got two games against Golden State. Yeah. I mean, and it's Golden State without Steph. Without Steph, I mean, if you if you win the, that's a way to swing it in a huge way. Dallas is the sixth seed right now. I yeah. think they got two games against Dallas. Now that's yeah. Kyrie and that's all that stuff. But if you're legit yeah. and this new roster seems legit, with uh, they just you know D'Lo and Beasley and Vanderbilt to quote to quote James Harden, you just got to catch rhythm, catch rhythm. They gotta catch. They gotta. They gotta get on a roll. Somehow they gotta get on. They gotta win eight out of ten. So, you know, some kind of a good stretch like that. Right. You gotta get on a good roll, and and then the victories will pull. Like, because what'll ha- what's gonna be hard at the end, and you have to look at their schedule right at the end is, um, you, because they are such a high profile team. A lot. Of, they have a lot of hard games. A lot of national at TV the games end. at the end. They. You know, a lot of times the networks kind of stagger. They're, um, they stagger their games to where the, the best TV games are towards the end of the season. Right. Well, they finish. After the Super Bowl. They finish Utah Clippers, Phoenix, Utah. Mm-hmm. So Clippers and Phoenix. Yeah. Really tough. They got Houston in there. Chicago in there twice, which I think is good. 
Yep. Uh, Dallas twice. This next stretch is going to be interesting. Yep. Golden State, Dallas, Memphis. Oof. Golden State at home on Thursday, then at Dallas, at Memphis, and then at OKC, a team that they're chasing. I think even in this next four games, we're going to know which direction this yeah, team is going. I agree. If they come out of this break and they win four in a row, yeah, like now all of a sudden they're over five hundred. If they lose to Golden State, they're another game yeah. behind Golden and, State, and that's why, like, you know, we go back to the teams that are in front of them. Yep, Th- that game they lost in Portland that could hurt because that's a team they need to jump. The game against Boston. The game where well, they didn't not, get the call. But that's not a game that they. That's not a team they're trying to jump. No, but it's a win. Right. They're missing but, a win. What I'm saying is they just beat the Warriors, so that's a team they need to jump. That helps. Right. Because they the, the game where LeBron passed Kareem, that was against Oklahoma City. They lost the game. Yep. Like Those things matter at the end here, especially when everyone's going to be tightly bunched, those head-to-heads. So, Bergman, dis- you disagree with me on this analysis. Um, I mean, a little bit. I think that if 16 they, and 7 puts them where? I don't think, I think it puts them in the play, and I don't think it puts them in the force, in the sixth seed. I 16 just think. 16 and 7, four games over 500. Four, four I mean, you, like you just said, two right games now, the over 500. Seed is two games over 500. Right. And th- these teams are going to start separating themselves. The top of the, the one through six to eight is going to start moving their way up. Why do you believe all of a sudden they're going to start separating themselves when they've had all year to separate themselves? Because, no, they have, they have, but I think that now is the time. Like, just like the Lakers are going to go into that go mode where they need to go 16-7 and seven to make the play-in, all these other teams are doing that exact same thing. So they're going to start playing well as also. I just don't think that – I think it's going to be round in the play-in. I think that absolutely gets you in the play-in, and it might even be the seven, but I just don't think it gets you into that six just yet. I think they got to go – I mean, they have to win essentially every game to get up there. This is where we're at right now. Like Momo was saying, it's a little bit too little, too late. You've said it too. I've said it too. I don't think they're going to get there. I don't think they've got sixteen and seven. I don't think they've got fifteen and six. I that now I'm not even nope. making sense. Am I doing the math? No. Fifteen six, and eight. Yeah, fifteen and eight. Fifteen. And Everything eight. has to add up to twenty-three. I I don't think they're fourteen, <laughs> fourteen and whatever. I fourteen and nine. It's a little too late. Short season. But LeBron has great confidence. He doesn't do that. When in that press conference, he doesn't do the most 20, most important twenty three games of his career unless he really feels like there's a chance. Oh, you, what are you making that face? Yeah, that's for? what he has to say. No, he doesn't. He's got to. He doesn't have to say up. these are the you know, twenty three most important zero, games. Dark thirty. It's the playoffs. I'm not getting getting off social media. Like, but you don't think LeBron believes that they can do it? Oh, I think he believes it. I just think he needs to get everybody else to believe it and to have the same sense of urgency that he does. Because for him, he's 38. Like, you don't get that many more cracks at this. Now, I think he's going to play for two, three, four more years. But the, every single season that goes by is is more mileage on him, is is harder on his body. Like, he's he's only got a few more cracks at being this good with a team that could potentially win. I think if you're LeBron, all you got to do is get in the tournament. Right. Don't worry about the seed. Just get in the tournament. They got to get there. I, by the way, and if they would have yeah. made these moves earlier, and obviously trade deadline, all that. And those but, moves, yeah. But yeah. had they gotten this thing into gear yeah. at the midway point, I think we wouldn't be talking about this. Yeah. I think this team has improved itself dramatically at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. But the question is, is it too little, too late? And I think it probably is, given their schedule. Uh, but w- root like hell for it. Most important twenty-three games of LeBron's career. Hashtag content. By the way, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to play all 23 games. Do you? Uh, uh, I think he'll try. Yeah. He'll try to. Because 
And I'll tell you, when he plays, well, if they start losing, win. then he'll sit out. I mean, if they, if they, if they, if they go, you know, one in three or one in five out of the gates here, they'll they'll shut it down. All right. So uh, coming up next, Momo. Yeah. You know what we love around here? What's that? Baseball. So I got I got some baseball coming up. I'm excited. Okay. Some discouraging news for Dodger fans. And a thought about the way this season could potentially play out for Gavin Lux and Miguel oh. Vargas of the Dodgers. That's coming up next for you. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So we announced my pickleball partner for our Pickleball Madness tournament on March the 18th. It is my brother, Brian Mashansky, who's flying in from beautiful Toledo, Ohio. And we will play. Our team name is the Fighting Titis. I love it so much. Which is (laughs) what everybody in my family calls me. TT in Ireland, coming at you live. TT in Ireland. You and Tristan Thompson. Yeah. By the way, do we have details on that, or you want me to hold on the Pickleball Madness tournament? But you can go to ESPNLAPickleball.com for all your information. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, You're all invited out there. Go to ESPNLA.com. You can sign up for seating. There are 64 teams. The tournament's already filled up. Uh, There'll be TVs to watch the uh, March Madness games. It'll be the round of 32. Uh, Papa shot, uh, pickleball demos and lessons, a kid zone. You can bring the whole family. There'll be a beer garden. You know how we do these things. I mean, yeah. Momo, you were at the softball thing. You saw so fun. Put on a great show. And the you know Mandy's the softball it game. It was kind of like it wasn't really just about the game. Like the game was really fun, but it was there, there was a whole bunch of hanging out too. Yeah, sure. Beforehand, like there's a lot of. I, I felt like I met so many listeners and so many people who like made the drive out there, wanted yeah. to hang out, wanted to. Take selfies, goof off, ask about the Lakers, whatever it was. Like it was a good hang. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Uh, so uh, get, again, go to ESPNLA.com and uh, reserve your seats now. It is going to be a our, our next big thing. Our next big thing. So, Momo, I have been unhappy with the Dodgers offseason. Yeah. yeah, you like it bigger, faster. We've got unproven players. Second base, we've got Miguel Vargas, who, by the way, Bill Plunkett reports has got a hairline fracture in his pinky today. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. That hurts, though. I've had that. Yeah, that's that's no good. Uh, And James Outman (laughs) in center field. Again, we don't know. Um, I would argue that Dustin May, who can be great, we really don't know. 
Bergman, yeah. you seem to know, but I don't I, think it's we not that really I know. know. I just believe that from everything that I've seen from him in the past and what I saw, even in spurts last year when he was coming back from the injury, that he does have the stuff. It's all still there. And, and usually after Tommy John, your arm actually gets a little bit stronger. So if he's throwing over 100 consistently like that with the movement that he has. You, said, yeah. a, you said a really important word there, if. Sure. If. But like, but he's but he already he already came back from the injury, so now he's had an entire off season to work on that post injury self, and I think that he's going to be great this year. Yeah, I'm I'm predicting that he's going to have a really really good year. Okay, there's Greg's prediction. I hope you're right. So, I came across or Greg came across this from uh, Fangraphs. They uh, and Fangraphs is one of those nutsy, boltsy, yeah. you know, numbers, analytics, analytics yeah. all that stuff. And they've got chances of making the playoffs in 2023. What are the odds, percentage chance teams make the playoffs? And at the top of the list, Atlanta, 92.4%. Wow. wow. Okay. So virtually it can't miss, according to Fangraphs. You know who's second? Padres. Padres. 87.9%. Wow. Guess where the Dodgers are? Six or seven. 68.7%. Now, I don't believe that. Read me the teams in front of them. Okay. Wait, you want me to guess? Me guess. Sure. Guess who's in front of the Dodgers. Uh, I would guess the Yankees. Yankees are 83%. Mets? 84%. Wow, that's high for them. Cardinals? 72%. Let's see. The defending think. world oh, champion. Uh, Astros? Astros, yeah. Yep. How many um, more? Only one. Andrew Friedman's former team. Tampa Bay. Tampa, 69.3%. Okay, I would put them ahead of Tampa Bay. Me too. Okay. Um, but the, but some of that is reflection of division. So I think the most important thing that the reason why the Padres are so high is because, and the Dodgers sorry, the reason why the Dodgers are so low are because the Padres are so high, right? Because they're in the same division and they're going to sure. play each other a lot. So I think that would probably affect the model. I'm surprised that the Mets are ahead of the Dodgers. I, I guess I shouldn't be because they signed Scherzer and they did all the stuff they did. Yep. But I still think like that the the Braves are there because. They were there last year. They tend to do well, but they didn't have like a great offseason. What did Atlanta do? They let people go. Here's what they let Dansby Swanson go. Here's where I think Fangraphs is wrong. I believe there is a 100% chance that the Dodgers are in the playoffs. There 100%. There you go. I think there's also a 100% chance that San Diego is in the playoffs. Okay. I think it's going to be a dogfight to see who wins the West. Yeah, I think San Diego and the Dodgers are going to be step for step, stride for stride all season long. Yeah. Dog. Bergman, do you agree with that, by the way? Yeah, it's going to be tough the entire season. I think it's going to come down to one of their last series. It's going to come down to the end of the year where one team is going to pull away and win that division. It's not going to be like the Dodgers taking it by 10 games. It's not going to be Or that. the Padres winning it by 10 games. And I don't care, by the way. As long as we're in the play, I don't care. It's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, it's the Padres, all that matters. Get in the tournament. Padres snuck in last year, and they made it to the NLCS. I just look at the Padres, and I see you know Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts and Fernando Tatis Jr., who you know obviously has had his issues. Uh, and Juan Soto, um, and Josh Hader at closer. I forgot about Josh Hader at closer. He was great yeah. down the stretch. He is. He Except is. Except for when he was really bad when they first traded. He did him. have that really bad stretch. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that is that team is loaded. That yeah. team is loaded. I I think it's going to be a dogfight. But I think there's a hundred percent chance that the Dodgers make the playoffs. Tell you how to hold the thought about changes in the game and how Gavin Lux and 
Miguel Vargas may play into the Dodgers season for 3 o'clock. In the meantime, uh, we're going to do some What's Up Fool next. Ireland's out today, but we got Momo. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks, Chris. All right, so Chargers defensive coordinator Ronaldo Hill is leaving San Diego. Yes, I said San Diego on purpose. Yes. To go to Miami to be the D.C. over there under Vic Fangio. The Charger D.C. is kind of like an O.C. under Sean McVay. Brandon Staley is absolutely the defensive play caller and not whoever the D.C. is at the time. But that D.C. or O.C. under McVay is always going to get a job because of learning under this person. What do you think is now the best way to get a job in the NFL? Best way to get a job. Is it by learning up through somebody or just really finding a guy like this? No, it's learning up through somebody. It is. It's nepotism. Yeah. Nepotism. No, it's not. It's, no, that's not nepotism. No, it's, but you have to be a family member to be nepotism, right? Yeah, yeah nepotism. Uh, no, I look, Brandon Staley is was the defensive coordinator for the Rams. We talked about this this morning, but he was a quarterback in college, so I, I, I never quite understood how he wound up on the defensive side. But you're right. His it, Who is it? Is uh D.C.? D.C. Ronaldo Hill, yeah. I think you almost have to leave your current situation to establish yourself as a, an individual uh, in this business. That's what Eric Bieniemy did. Now, there are exceptions. You know, for whatever reason, everybody who comes in contact with Sean McVay winds up a head coach, whether it's, you know, Malafleur or it's Zach Taylor or it's Kevin O'Connell, you know, and those guys get jobs anyway. It is kind of an old boy. It's not really an old boys club anymore. It's kind of a young guys club. Yeah. It's, it's these young guys, Shane Striken and and the guys that just got jobs from from this round. Uh, we're all they all come from winning programs, and maybe that's what it is. You've got to have been a coordinator for a winning team in order to get a head so coaching job in the uh, in professional sports, uh, especially. There's certain in certain in each in each professional sport. There's a team or an organization. There may be a f- several that are looked as like as great incubators for talent at certain things. So if you want to be a coach or a front office guy, um, the, and I say guy because they're mostly guys. Sure. Okay. Um, a lot of people run through the San Antonio Spurs. There's a lot of former Spurs who worked in the the front office there, and they sort of learned the craft there, and then. And then now the those people have gone out around the league and have jobs like Sam Presti used to work for the Spurs. He's now in Oklahoma City. Right. So you go work for Sam Presti and you learn at the at the you learn from the best to do it. Right. In that skill. In in baseball, if I was like a young intern or somebody who wanted to like work my way up, I would go try to work for the Dodgers. Sure. Andrew Friedman is probably the best general manager in Become baseball. Become the video yeah, do whatever. coordinator guy. Yeah, it's like Blue Bloods. Like, go work for the Blue Bloods. Yeah. You know? And and McVeigh is one of the Blue Bloods. Yeah, he uh, is now. But Andy Reid is one of the Blue Bloods, yeah. and Biennemi can't has to go somewhere else to establish himself. Yeah, but you still got to learn from him. Yeah, yeah. You got to learn from him, then you got to go someplace else to establish yourself, and then you can get your own job. Right.
Yeah, so I, I think that's part of it. You've got to come from a winning team and a winning coach. What's up, fool? All right, so I played Frisbee golf over the weekend with a buddy of mine. Nice. And it was, it was actually a lot of fun. First pickleball, now Frisbee golf. Apparently, it's a big thing where he lives. Mm. But I went to go pick up the Frisbee at one point and made the uh, sound <laughs> picking up the Frisbee. It makes I'm efficient Where, where old was man. the uh come from? What was like the... when, you're, when you lean over to go pick it up and you go, oh. I know, but where do you feel it? <laughs> like it's just, it's just a, a feeling. Yeah, it's shoulder. your back, shoulder, body, everything just yeah. making a noise right. because you're doing uh, something that you shouldn't yeah, be right. as an old man. When did this start happening to you, if it did at all? What oh. age did you start groaning while picking up things? Picking up things or just like doing things that I used to be able to doing do. Doing things that you used to be yeah, able to works. do, yeah. Uh, I would say 37. 37? Yeah. But it was a little past 35. I remember hitting 35 and I was still pretty good. Like right. I, I played softball, slow pitch softball, all the way until I got pregnant with Daniel at 38. Right. And those three years between 35 and 38, I was definitely slowing down. I was like, I would play and like, oh, my back hurts. Oh, my shoulder hurts. Right. Oh, I missed that well, you one. You came in today complaining that you uh, hurt yourself playing Papa Shot last uh, week. Honestly, last week when we did our Papa Shot, mm-hmm. my forearm was so tight yeah. afterwards and elbow. I had it's to get common. a massage. She was like, wow, your forearm is really tight. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. We played a lot of rounds though, right? For, Greg? for me, Bergman, I, I yeah, don't think it was till I was 52. What are you snorting about? <laughs> it's not Tuesday, so you can't have to. You don't have to. No, I really today. think it was fifty-two. Get out the ladder, kick it. At <laughs> at fifty, I was driving in that celebrity race, the Toyota celebrity race, sure, and I was top of my game at that point. But that 50, was at fifty-two. That was at fifty. Okay. Then fifty-one, I had a gigantic birthday party, and I think it's I've gone downhill from there. So you haven't been groaning when you pick stuff up until late in your fifties, late in my 50s. or mid fifties, mid fifties. Yeah, mid-50s. I started this year. Did you really? Yeah, I'm yeah. uh, 36. Like, Momo says yeah. 36 or after so, 35. It's like something after 35. Are you it's guys also- not fit? Oh, look at you, man. <laughs> no, All right, TT, relax over there. I love TT. Like, I think it's also a kid thing, though. Or it is. It is, right? It is. That's true. I was telling Parker. Part of the reason why my arm, it was so sore, is because... Jacob's trying to walk now. So every time I have him, he's like trying to stand up on me. And I'm constantly mm-hmm. like holding him like that. Right. So he doesn't fall. Right. Like he's he's at that stage. And it's just like, oh, like it's your back. It's just, it's all of that. Yeah. I was telling it's, Parker it's this. Just, yeah. After pickleball, I was like, man, like I remember when I used to play soccer with guys that are now my age. Yep. I was 23 or whatever at the time. And they would tell me like, you'll be lucky if you're still playing soccer when you're my age. And now, after pickleball, I was telling Parker, dude, I feel what those guys were I telling me back then. There's yeah. no question I felt pickleball. You, felt you it. guys oh, yeah, saw me, me on the bench afterwards just trying to catch my breath. With, I don't know where it was. Yeah. I was trying to catch it. Uh, so I, I definitely felt that. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you something that's very embarrassing mm. for me. I had to ice down after our... Uh, I had to ice my arm afterwards. Oh, come on. Like, literally that night, we come played on. so much, Greg. That like you my ice elbow, it down? That's amazing. I had to like ice my elbow that night. I was like, my elbow's really sore. Like it really hurt. I couldn't just take out. <laughs> well, you got to stretch it out first. You know the word. I did, but it was point. like beyond. Like oh, it needs a stretch out. Like it was like I need to ice this. The one thing I feel all the time is my right foot, which I shattered, and I've got nine screws in a plate. Yeah, well, it. that we I mean it's a badge of honor right I've there. I've got like arthritic stuff in there. Yeah, you always think that oh, it healed right. No. Like, if you just have one injury like that, you're going to feel that for the rest of your life. You know, the word that I always almost slip on is, 
I never I slip on it. the F word. Oh, that's oh. a lie too. No, I don't slip on the F word. You say I, know, I can. We've dumped you do, before. I can do F and this <laughs> and yeah, F yeah. and that. I I have no problem. But the but the SH word is the one that yeah, almost yeah, comes yeah. out a lot of the a time. Lot. Oh yeah, Jorge, I did that once. Jorge, have we dumped I've him dumped for an F before. word? I've How taken many that. times? Uh, a handful. A handful. A handful yeah. of times. Yeah. So you're better at it then. I'm better at it. I'm, I. But I. I rarely slip. Sh- Shadano <laughs> slips all the time. Does he really? Yeah. I. He, I think he slips on purpose. Shadano slips. Exactly. Exactly. What's up, fool? All right, what's up, fool? So Twitter will be charging users oh. to secure accounts. I'm done. Only paying subscribers will have access to a two-factor authentication <laughs> starting on March 20th. Momo, you said you got a message about this over the weekend. Yeah, I sent you the message. Yeah. yeah. I have until whatever time to start. I'm just going to make ESPN pay for it. <laughs> so you're going to do the it. Truth. You're going to do it. I think I have to because it, it's really bad if I get hacked, right? Uh I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you see when like Jeff no. Passan got hacked, sure. right? And that was really funny. People start yeah, sending out bad it, stuff. It sends bad stuff, and then also, I don't want somebody hacking me and then being able to go into my my DMs or or writing people from my account or something. I mean, it could be really bad. I'm out. And, and then charge, you're also not. Yeah, like for for for. I understand that. And by the way, Meta followed right behind them. Facebook and Instagram, they all they announced like literally the next day that they're going to start charging too. Charging to be verified. How much do you pay now? This isn't to be verified. This is the regular person with two factor authentication, so nobody hacks into them. Right. Being verified, they've been charging for. I don't know. My blue check mark hasn't gone away for whatever that's. Mine hasn't either. But I I think that I think that for news organizations, um, I think that. They sh- that should be like an expense that they have to pay now. If I'm I ever- sure it will be. Yeah, it's that- not. It's not. Nobody here is going to pay for me, and I'm not. They doing might. It. Should try to expense that. Expense. I've never turned in an. Have I ever turned that- in an expense? Not thing? to me. No, I don't, know if you did I don't think I ever have. Yeah. yeah find out. Um, but I d- is the station going to pay for me to have two factor authentication? I mean, I'm not going to. You should <laughs> pay for you. You should. You totally should. It's actually. I'll tell you what. I, so that's it, a very probably. legitimate business expense. At this yeah, at this I mean, point, Elon Musk is trying to get revenue any way he can because yeah. he overpaid for the sucker. I can't imagine. No, that he we, overpaid and then he destroyed it. I mean, he like. It, yeah, don't go to the for you column. The for you column is all algorithm. Just go to your normal column and don't following. go to the for you. The following column and don't go to the for you. There's just so many ads now. So many ads. Yeah. All these What's people that, I do bro? not follow. Yeah. Like, how are you in my algorithm? Exactly. <laughs> also exactly. Did, we also never did followed you. Yeah, it just and also with like, notifications, because you can buy the verification, Ugh. yeah. You can't just click the verified tab. You can't trust the, no. that the blue check mark actually means something because sometimes people buy a blue check mark and, and pretend to be somebody verified. and then they're not. Yep. Yeah. Nope. It's true. Oh man. Unreliable. Yeah, so once it's a, I'm with you, Jorge. Once yeah. they make me pay, I'm out. I'm, out. I'm off. Yeah. I'm I don't want to pay unless Adios. Sam Pines pays it himself. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Station uh, manager. Sam. Sam. What's up, fool? <laughs> All right, so, um, so Zion Williamson said something interesting this weekend at the All-Star game. He was asked about who the best trash talker in the league was, and he took his time and he said the entire Memphis Grizzlies team because they do it in as where it's an all-team-oriented thing. Have the Grizzlies done enough to be a trash-talking team, Momo? No. That's the problem with the Grizzlies right now. They're like all they're all swagger and trash talk and all that and but you have to do something. Like I really think the Grizzlies are good. I think they're I I picked them to win the Western Conference the West, this year. Yeah. I think they have that talent, but 
there's a quality of like you have to have won something before you talk like that. Like before you before you put it out there. Like that's in a lot of ways I think that's why they lost to the Warriors last year. They got ahead of themselves and then it fired up Golden State. I think they, so they could have beat Golden State. The trash talking fires up the other team yeah. and it backfires on you. Yeah, it backfires, especially a team like Golden State. I'm telling you, I people I know with the Warriors like last year, they said go, that Memphis was the best team they played in the playoffs. Like that team was really, really good and dangerous. Everybody's waiting for the Grizzlies to arrive. Do you agree that the Grizzlies are the best trash talking team in the league? Yes, not even close. And it's as a team. It's not just Dylan Brooks. It's as yeah. a team. Yeah, they all talk trash. What do they do that makes them so great? Are they just like getting in people's heads? What's no, that? they just talk a lot. Just it's just constantly. brash, yeah, and it's they take their cues from Dylan and Jaw. Jaw talks. Jaw does a lot. His dad sitting courtside talking. Like, there's always an element of that at their games now because like his dad. I think his dad travels to games and stuff now. Yeah, too. what's his dad's first T. name? T T T Morant T E E, not T T. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, fool? All right, so we got time for one more. Okay. Do you want something on Jacob Degrom or Noah Syndergaard? Oh, Thor. we've got a choice. Yeah, yeah let's Thor. go. Let's go. Our guy, Syndergaard. Okay, so we kind of forget about Noah Syndergaard as a Dodger, but he did something that will immediately get him massive points with Dodger fans. He changed his profile picture on Twitter to a picture of Vin Scully toss Vin oh. Scully tossing a baseball in the air. He's obviously oh. going to have a massive season now because of this Twitter picture. But what do you think Thor's season looks like as the fifth starter? Well, first of all, that, that's a that's a great call. Yeah, it is. I want to change my. I wish I had a picture of me with Finn Scully. Me too. I don't have one. Did you ever get one, Bergman? Uh, no, picture God, I wish I had one. Yeah, I closest I have is a, a screenshot a when he followed me on Twitter. Does that count? Make it your profile picture. Yeah, sure. It's a little. It's a little. It's, yeah, it's not really it's a little me and desperate. Finn. It's a little thirsty. It's yeah. a little desperate. It's thirsty. Exactly. <laughs> it's a little, little clout chasing. Um, I a actually think thing, I think Syndergaard's gonna have a really good year. For whatever reason, the yep. Dodgers are able to grab guys like Tyler Anderson and pump them up and change them and fix them and yep. turn them into something. I think they're going to do something with Syndergaard. His velocity may not be what it used to be, but the Dodgers have this knack of getting the most out of guys who tend to be reclamation projects. So I think Syndergaard is basically a reclamation project. I would bet on the Dodgers to get him good. Me too. I, I, I When they signed him, and it was like, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like they they really have a good eye for that, and even let's say they sign five guys like that and two of them pan out. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's all they need. Yeah, this year they signed him. They signed Shelby Miller. Yeah, yep. Cardinals. Yeah, they signed they signed a number of these guys, and if one of them pans out, one all you them, need is one or two. One just needs to be Tyler Anderson. Yeah, one needs to be Tyler Anderson. Exactly. All right, there you have it. There's your what's up, fool. What's up, fool? Coming up next for you, I mentioned uh, Miguel Vargas and Gavin Lux and. The way Dave Roberts might be pushing them this year. We've got that coming up for you. Plus, is demanding a trade a good thing for the NBA? Like we saw with Kyrie Irving, like we saw with KD. Is that good for the league? We'll get into that coming up next. Momo's here for Ireland. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.